is so different about child-free love? What can a child-free couple in love, what's the difference? What can they do that other couples can't do and all the benefits that come along with it? That's up next. Welcome to Not A Mama Life, where child-free women are heard and seen in a non-judgment, no-questions-asked zone of the podcast world. I'm Rafi, your host, and let's live our Not A Mama Life. Child-free love stories. This episode is airing in February, and I decided to do a love topic And that is me sharing my love story with my husband, with you. Our story started January 2015 when I had moved to a new neighborhood and a really fancy apartment in a really fancy apartment complex with an amazing view of the skyline in downtown Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And just beyond that skyline was the port of Fort Lauderdale, where gigantic cruise ships would leave. And sometimes you could see just the tops of the cruise ships through the skyline buildings. And it was also very close to the international airport, where from the patio, as you could see the boats, Sometimes you could see a boat leaving and a plane landing or taking off. And it was just amazing. That's why I chose that apartment and that particular apartment location within the building. It was Martin Luther King Jr. weekend in January. I had that Monday off. So that is when I decided to move in to that apartment. At the time I was working in academia So I had that Monday off. I went on to meet up. I was single, obviously, at the time. I went on to meetup.com and kind of scrolled through what was going on in that neighborhood for singles. And I found a meetup and I registered for a meetup. And I don't know if it's the same now, the time of this recording, But at that time, you could see who was going. Right now, we're in a global pandemic, so I don't think anybody's doing any meetups. But back then, you could see who was going. And my husband, his name is Mike, he sent me a message about the event. And we started talking inside Meetup, the direct messages inside Meetup. And we just started talking and I was so excited about where I was living. I sent him a picture of the view of where I was living. And he recognized the view because not only did he work across the street, but he also lived like four blocks over. So he recognized that. So we started talking about that. Neither one of us ended up going to that event, but we did end up going on our first date, which was 
him picking up vanilla chocolate chip ice cream from the grocery store across the street from my building, which was Fresh Market. And he came and hung out with me at the apartment complex on the outside in the common areas. This was a really beautiful apartment complex and it had like a a guard, a couple different garden courtyards. And so we hung out in two of those that night. And and it was just magical. It was just really different. We were both in our 40s. And so at that point, I'm sure some of you can relate. Dating when you're 40 is very different. And it works, but it's just different. So that was our first date. And we actually ended up going on our first, second, and third dates that weekend because it was a long weekend. And I knew that Mike was different on our third date, which was going out for pizza. And I knew he was different when he served me my pizza before he served himself. I know it sounds a little, I don't know, it it sounds trivial, but it was so meaningful, especially after being single for so long. And as our dating progressed, which lasted all about 90 something days, that same year, about 90-ish days later, on April 26th, we got married. So we met mid-January and got married April 26th. As far as talking about being child-free, considering that I was already in my 40s, having children was just not even an option anyway. But we never even discussed it. It was never discussed. But I also think the reason that is, is because we were both in our 40s. Had I met him when I was 20 or 30, it would have been very different. So that's our short version of our love story. We never really talked about having kids. We did have the conversation. We are a interracial couple. So we did have the conversation of how cute our kids could be or would have been. And um, I'm a huge fan of interracial couples with beautiful children. But we talked about that sometimes. But it was never, there was never anything that was a deal breaker or no actual official conversation. And I just feel that child-free couples have such a different dynamic. We don't have that third party, so to speak, as far as a human being to be responsible for or to give a piece of our heart to or to have just that sole responsibility of another human being on this earth. And I think that gives us a different dynamic. I think that makes child-free love and child-free relationships completely different. I think it gives us a sense of freedom and a sense of just truly being able to experience the world in a completely different set of eyes with a completely different set like a different mindset. We, you know, it's just really nice to go to bed at night and just be in love and be responsible for just your 
family, which for us is my husband and I and our six birds. So if you know anything about taking care of birds, it's kind of like a toddler. So we don't have human children, but we do have an equivalent of six toddlers. So there's that. So I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to head on over to Instagram at Notamama. Chime in the conversation about love and about being child-free and in a loving relationship. And I thank you for your support and listening to this podcast. And go have a Notamama life. That's a wrap. Thank you for spending your time with me. Head on over to the show notes where you can find any links and information discussed in this episode, but you'll also find ways to share and support this podcast. Until next time, my friend, go live your Not A Mama life.